get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. 2017 and episode 116 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah. First podcast of the year. Hopefully. I got my voice back, y'all. Right, exactly. Yeah. You sound normal and shit. Um, Hopefully our podcast doesn't die in 2017. Um, (laughs) Everything seemed to just pass away in fucking 2016, so... Man, yeah. we lost Princess Leia at the end of the year, man. Crazy. And her mama just fucking died the next day. Dude, that had to be the craziest set of events. Like, I don't think anybody would have ever guessed that her mom would just fucking just die the next day and shit. Or the man, next day or two. Or that was crazy. Was. And they said she was going to be okay. Like, oh, she had a yeah. heart attack, but she's straight, though. Yeah, because somebody and was like, oh, well, we was wrong. She did. Now. Yeah, somebody was like, yeah, she, I, I, posted it uh, yeah she uh i heard that she died and it's like man she was just in the hospital they said she was good like what the fuck happened yeah man and yeah so but yeah man uh new year new year new us <laughs> new year new me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah hit um, <laughs> planet fitness for the for the first 10 days of the year right, and uh and, and piss all the people that work out every day that all these other new niggas in the, who, in the who can't wait to post about it oh uh, here come all these New Year's resolution, motherfuckers. Dog, it's a guy, a Facebook friend of mine, and he was he was like legit pissed the fuck off. I'm like, dog, this shit happens every fucking year. Like, why are you mad? Like, and, either, and, either, mad, and don't be mad that motherfuckers want to try to get their life together. Like, like you shame motherfuckers that's just too fat. And then right. motherfuckers to come to the gym, you mad because they come. Like, pick one. Either one or the other. But don't be mad at it at all and shit, you know? And I'm thinking, like, the dude that I... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not working a full time schedule right now. So it's like, nigga, adjust your schedule. You you come to gym you come to the gym enough to know a decent schedule. Avoid that shit. Whatever. So how I, uh, I don't like that shit, man. I, I don't like that shit at all. Like just I, just I remember worry having- about yourself. Like if the gym is a little bit more crowded for a couple of weeks, fucking deal. Like just fucking deal. You'll be fine. Like you worried about Concern yourself with your own fucking fitness. Don't worry about extra bodies in the fucking gym, man. Like, let that shit be, dog. Like, you you, you haven't been coming to the gym that long that you don't know how to avoid all of the other shit people doing to get your workout on. Like, Yeah, man. That's petty. It's, it's all about motherfuckers wanting to be in their fucking uh, soapbox. <clears throat> like, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I work out all the time, and now all these new motherfuckers coming in here trying to get in shape. Like, Stop belittling people who want to get in shape, man. Just do your fucking workout, man. And stop trying to slander people who, who are trying to get their shit in order for the new year, man. If they don't stick with it, what's that got to do with you? Don't fucking worry about it. Do your fucking workout and let let the new people be. Like, if they if they stick with it, they stick with it. If they don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fuck with you. Like, so it's a little bit more crowded. Fucking deal. Quit bitching. <sighs> yeah, fuck that shit. So, uh, how, how was your, uh, New Year's Eve? You doing anything fun? Yeah, um, I got high and drunk. <laughs> Alright, that was my main, that was my main, uh, my main New Year. Yeah, I, I got fucked up. I mean, that's, that's... It was fun, like, you that's, know... That's fair. Yeah, kicked it, uh, we was at a hotel, um, 
kicking about a pool, reading fucking best of 2016 tweets and laughing and shit and watching Mariah Carey fucking fail at performing and yeah, it was, it was a good night, man. So, so we had we had a few folks over and we were doing just random shit like we had um um we were playing shit like drunk jenga and gestures and shit and it's so funny like I guess so I had my sister and her boyfriend and a couple other folks over and it's always funny when people you find people who don't know what gestures is like the game and shit. Like I don't know what gestures is a game. Okay, cool. So you don't know either. So <laughs> gestures is almost the opposite of taboo. Okay. So there's no talking. You're really literally doing gestures of okay. shit. And you would have I mean, you gotta I guess you gotta add the whole drunk factor. People are like, So we can't talk? No <laughs> nigga. It's gestures. So you just act the shit out. Everything that's a violation with taboo is pretty much okay with gestures. You know, you know when you playing ta- hmm. so when you playing taboo and you're trying to so- tell somebody and you start doing hand movements and all that shit. Right. That shit you can't do. You do all that in gestures, but no talking. Okay. So whatever, whatever you can like, and I'm moving my hands emphatically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you can describe with movement, you can do it okay. with gestures. So you get, you get four, you get four cards. Now you got cards that are worth more, uh, more points, and and you got a blue card. I think the blue cards are less. So like blue cards is like one point, and so you got a card with two words on each side. Okay. And then you got a red card with two words on each side. The blue card is worth one point and three points, and the higher the points, the the harder the the description is. And then the red, and so the blue card is one and three, and the red card is two and four. So. You can do easy shit, but you only probably... I mean, if you do the easiest shit, you will score four points. But if you do the hardest shit, you can score a max of like 12 points okay. a turn or whatever. Excuse me. So, that's pretty much it. So, that was pretty fun. And then um, the losers taking shots and shit like that. So, we had we had the TV on, but we ain't really watching and shit. But we, I seen uh, Mariah carry on, but I didn't see what she <laughs> fucked up, though. Like, were y'all watching when she fucked up? Or did yeah, you- yeah. It was like, I guess her, she was not singing at all. She was like lip syncing. And I think the audio fucked up. Ew. And she was just like, I'm done. Like, she didn't do shit. She was like, okay, I'm, I, I'm out. Like, I'm not even going to pretend. And like, she, the whole thing was so fucking lazy. Like, I'm done. Y'all fucked me up. I'm not even in this anymore. So I'm not even going to try. It was real sloppy and lazy and like some like diva type shit. Like you fucked me up, so I'm just not even gonna try for the whole rest of the performance. It was it was pretty tragic. Damn. And the whole thing is so people really say like, Mariah, you could sing. Why didn't you just fucking sing? But there's been so much shit with her uh, having live performances that didn't go well, where you could tell that she just doesn't have it anymore. So it kind of looked like she opted out because she knows that her live voice just don't cut it no more. Like, I feel like Mariah is probably like a fucking cigarette smoker or some shit. Like, I don't know, but like, she just, her live voice, it's just not there. And she knew that. So when her fucking lip syncing shit fucked up, she just opted out. Like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to try. I'm Fuck out. So I'm just going to stand around and look sexy. I'm going to show y'all some cleavage, cleavage, and I'm going to fucking, um, 
pretend for a minute, then I'm gonna be mad, and then I'm like, it was it was sloppy and it was, well, it, was it was bad. What was funny is that somebody captured her, uh, as she had her mic in her hand, she had her fist ball to her side. Uh-huh. So you've seen the 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 memes of Alter. Author, with <laughs> Arthur, yeah, and, shit. Yeah. and so they had they kept showing her with her fist ball and shit like she was author. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. Um, I had so much shit going. Uh, we had you know a bunch of folks and we just you know drinking and and just you know bring the year, man. You know it was a uh, uh, a tough you know a tough year, especially towards the end for me. So you know to be able to have you know a couple of folks over and just being better spirits and shit, you know was was definitely the a dope thing to come into the new year. So was definitely happy about that. Um, yeah, man, you know uh, New Year's you know watch the fucking Lions uh, beat the Lions and was just, you know, a little, little little disappointed with that. Other than that, man, you know, went back to work on Tuesday and, you know, shit was cool, man. I, um, I'm good, man. I, you know, I just, I got so many, you know, cool things, you know, stuff I want to get done this year and, you know, um, just, just, just happy about, you know, other than some of the bad shit, you know, bad shit about last year, you know, you know, one of my, I had, um, I got a niece and nephews born last year, you know, got a cool job that I enjoy, man. So that's awesome. You know, so, you know, just want to, you know, get more, make more good memory memories for the new year. And, you know, um, as far as the podcast, just, you know, keep growing and, you know, we'll be three years this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, you got so many, you know, podcasts and it's like the, the, I don't know, the new mixtape and shit, you know, it's like <laughs> so many motherfuckers with podcasts and shit. So we just want to, you know, make our shit, you know, better. And, you know, I've, I have a goal to not fall asleep on a podcast ever again. So that's a good goal. That's, that's definitely a, a strong solid. goal. You know? solid. Um, so, um, in, in random, uh, podcast news, um, Oh, we have podcast news. Okay. Um, it's totally random. Um, <laughs> so, um, somehow, I'm not going to be on a podcast for two months. Some, <laughs> some, somehow, uh, um, Mike got uh, who me? Uh, okay, tax tone to retweet our podcast. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was pretty cool. Hopefully, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So hopefully we can get some uh, some some listens off of that. So that's yeah, cool. man. I, I popped up. I I I logged into Twitter at the perfect fucking time. Like tax tone is real good with uh giving people a shot, and he just randomly tweeted like. Hey, what's your podcast that nobody listens to? And I was like, hey, hey. I raised my hand like, hey, we got one. I have a podcast that nobody listens to, and like, I just tweeted, I just tweeted in the podcast link, and he retweeted it. I was like, oh, cool. And literally, like five minutes later, I got a DM from a dude from New York, like, hey, do y'all interview, uh, do y'all interview niggas who was trying to get on on music and shit? I was like, uh, nah, man, we just talk shit, though. We don't interview. We should. We, we don't interview New York niggas. We should have do. Should have did it just cause. Part of me actually wanted to after the fact, like after I told him, like we don't do that. But part of me was kind of like, maybe we should have done. Maybe we should have done that. Like, what if he's like dope as fuck? The only thing is, like, I wouldn't want to do that not listening to the music first. Mm-hmm. So I kind of would have wanted to be like, hey, you know, send me your shit and I'll listen to it, and then maybe we could do it. But it just seemed like a whole lot of trouble, and I'm like, yeah, we. Text don't just retweeted me, dog. I'm not out here trying to like, 
I can't put you on, dog. Like, I can't put you on. Right. I think he probably saw the retweet and feel like I was like Tax Stone's homeboy and shit. Like, nah. We, <laughs> I'm like, we nah. Just, we just a nigga. I just trying, got lucky, dog. We just a nigga trying to get on. That's all. Yeah, I just got lucky, man. Tax Stone retweeted me. I got lucky. But, um, yeah, that was kind of cool. But, uh, I feel like for, uh, two, 2017, um, we can work more toward getting, uh, advertising and shit like that. Like I'm working on getting um, advertising through Audible. Okay. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. I fucked up because when I initially applied, I applied for this podcast, but I used my personal email. So I got a rejection saying that like the it gave a list of reasons on why we could have gotten rejected. And one of them was that the emails didn't match up. And I was like, okay, that's probably what it was. So I applied again, um, I think yesterday, with the actual podcast email and shit. So um, I'm expecting us to get approved because all the other reasons for getting, for not getting approved were shit that wouldn't apply to us. It was like, oh, you don't have a podcast on iTunes with X amount of episodes or whatever. Everything uh, else would have worked out. I think it was because I used my personal email. And it was tied uh, so to the podcast. Up, right. Yeah, it didn't match up. So I reapplied yesterday with uh, the podcast email. And um, yeah, so trying to get that ironed out. So if that works out, we'll advertise for Audible and see if we can get some loot coming. So we'll see. But um, Oh, it's good to have loot coming. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We, just, we, we spend money. Yeah, know. we do. And we, we see nothing from it. Right. But, <laughs> but, but we enjoy providing material... And uh, topics to our uh, seven loyal listeners. So uh, I hope y'all enjoy it. But uh, yeah, so uh, we're looking to expand. Hopefully, I mean, it'll work out. But podcasting is so oversaturated right now that I feel like it's going to take like a large miracle for us to actually kind of like pop off. Man, that's, but, no, I, think that, I think that's a, I actually think it's a, a real like, it's a feasible goal and i also think that also the like we are not in it to get paid like it's it it's preferable but like we're not like hey let's start a podcast so that we can quit our day jobs and like do podcasting forever it's kind of like when I decided that I wanted to do a podcast. It wasn't like, let me do this so I can quit my day job. It was like, oh, that's a good opportunity for me to like say the shit that I say on Facebook on a podcast. So it was like, right. you know, it's, a, it's just some shit to do for fun. Like, so we can sit here, we can smoke, we can drink, and we can talk shit, and maybe some people will like it. So, I mean, if we can, in 2017, parlay that shit into some money, great. And even then, the money would just be flipped into making the podcast better. So, I mean, it's it's whatever. But, uh, yeah, I have a couple of ideas to bring in some revenue that I'll uh, present throughout the course of the next month or so. But, um, yeah, uh, we're, we're working on it. We'll see what happens. But I, I think you can expect some uh, audible um, advertisements soon. coming soon. Hey, I was dude. So I was listening uh, to so I listened to the um, the Drink Champs, and uh, I so so tell our listeners what 
Drink Champs is. All right, so Drink Champs is a podcast by uh, Nori, who was uh, um, who was in the group. Um, Capone Noriega. Yeah, Capone. No, they uh, CNN whatever. Well, Capone Noriega. Yeah, and they uh, he is Capone uh, Nori and DJ Effin EFN, and they do a podcast where they pretty much drink and smoke and talk to people. Which is what the fuck we do. <laughs> like, we have no fame, we're, but we're not famous talking to other famous people. But that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's that's the, the gist of our podcast. Like, the almost three years of podcasting, that's what we do. We smoke cigars, we drink, and we talk about random shit. Uh, so, yeah. So, it was funny <laughs> the other day. Uh, Nori was like... Uh, Man, I gotta take a piss break. Be back. And I thought of you instantly, <laughs> dog. This shit was so funny. <laughs> this shit is just like our shit. And then they went into a commercial with some random ass advertisement. And I was just like, dude, this is our fucking podcast. That's exactly what we are. We are the drink champs before the drink champs. Drink <laughs> yeah, champs. we just we can derive some sco- some sort of satisfaction <laughs> from the fact that we were doing this the, shit. The satisfaction I get from it is that it can work. Like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, it can totally work. I mean, we did probably that. not on that level. I mean, and then they. So, I never made Super Thug, so we yeah, can't. Yeah, never really made Super Thug, and you know, uh, listen to Super Thug. It's a dope song. Yeah, but yeah, so I was just like, that format works. It just so we we know it works. It just you know we just not Noriega. So side note about Super Thug. Super Thug is a song from like the late '90s, I think, and I know that. The vast majority of our listeners are probably not aware of Noriega or Super Thug, but you motherfuckers are aware of Pharrell, and uh, he did it. He did it. That's like this is before like Pharrell was really popping. For what's the name of their fucking the pair Pharrell and uh, uh Neptune's Neptune's yes, it's a Neptune's beat. So uh yeah, that was when Pharrell and uh I can't remember the other dude's name. Chad, Chad, Hugo. yep, Chad, yep, yep, that's him. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they did a uh, uh, Pharrell and Chad did a uh, uh, the Super Thug beat, and they were really popping. That was kind of like when they were kind of like first getting popular and shit. It was funny because when when I first started hearing about them, and now Pharrell's was, doing like it, fucking Despicable Me and right, shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, it was because they had produced. Uh, uh, I think Khalees' first album. Yep, and that shit was fucking. And it, it was, they wasn't like into like, like the gritty hip hop. It was like her. I don't even know how to describe her album because it wasn't like it was like R and B, but like, I don't know, man. The Neptunes had like a signature like, uh, sound. They did and whatever, but yeah, that was the first time I really, you know. But then they did everything from the clips to, you know, they did every most any uh, of your clips. favorite songs. Yeah, that shit with the clips, right? All Ooh. that shit with the clips was fire. I mean, I mean, they did. The, Listen to know, uh, what was the name of that first one? Uh, Lord Willing. Oh boy, dope ass fucking album. Get that shit. So and for, um, they did great shit with Justin Timberlake's first album. Yep. Yeah, they the Neptunes. Yeah, they did some shit. So but, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was when that was before Pharrell. I mean, Pharrell was popping, but that was before he was Pharrell. Like now he's Pharrell, but like the Neptune shit. When he was like, it was the black guy and the Asian dude. Right? Yeah, it was like <laughs> Pharrell and that other guy. <laughs> right. And I, it, I think it would be it it would be so cool to be like. I feel like it's probably dope as fuck to be like Chad Hugo because he's known, but I think he could 
Well, probably not. I'm gonna say he can go to Kroger and not get recognized. I can say he can go to Kroger and be like, "You look like somebody." All right, you know what I'm saying? But they probably wouldn't jump out like Pharrell. Right, yeah, Pharrell can't go nowhere. Fucking money, and he could probably get his car wash if he had a, a a reasonable car, and nobody would like if he had on glasses and a hoodie. Nobody would really fuck with him or whatever. Pharrell can't go anywhere. Right, anywhere. I, I would definitely, definitely, me, definitely love to be the Chad Hugo. He's always company. been the face of that group. Yeah, like, like forever. It was always yeah. like Pharrell it's, and that other Pharrell guy. And other guy, right? <laughs> and I always remember his name, you know, Chad, just because of his name. Um, and just he was just the other guy. I just can't forget yeah. that part. But I would love to be the Chad in that. Just you know, kind of low key, kind of like uh. Well, he ended up doing jail time, but I was thinking about Biggs from uh, Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like he was, if he came to Detroit randomly, you wouldn't know who he, better yet, I take it back, uh, what's the uh, Slim from Cash Money? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he, I mean, he stood out, he's a tall guy and shit like that, but I feel like he could probably go somewhere in a random town and somebody may not be like, who, who the fuck is No, I don't think anybody would know. Yeah. I feel like I'm the only person. Like, if Slim, if, I, I if Slim, Slim Williams walked him. around here, I would know him. I was like, oh, shit, it's Slim. It's Slim. I would, I would totally know him. I would know him. But I think the normal person, probably, like, you know, my, my sister would know. Nah. But my, yeah, I was going to say my wife. But Birdman is like, but, he's yeah. the Pharrell yeah. of that, yeah, of that, Pharrell of that, that pair. Right. Like, <laughs> it's funny, I was, I was watching something. My, that's, a, that's a good example. Like Pharrell is yeah, Birdman, yeah, he is. and Chad is Chad fucking is like slim. slim. I just think of like my wife is like so distant when it comes to like hip hop music. So we were watching um, Saturday Night Live when um, Dave Chappelle host and um, Triad was on it. Yeah, and you know they're performing, and she's looking at the TV, and she kind of has this weird look, and she's like. He looks like Q-Tip. And I'm like... Yes. Where did you tweet? What do you mean? What Our, the uh, podcast email has like mad like retweets and likes and shit. Oh, like, I, I retweeted the screenshot from the Yahoo. to The, the Yahoo screenshot of that tweet. I retweeted it. Uh, I tweeted it with the uh, um It says, never forget nigger navy? Yeah. That shit is getting like mad likes and retweets. I'm like... Well, I got like 10 emails. <laughs> so you get emails for the uh, retweets and shit? Yeah. Oh, man, I shut that shit down. Well, I mean, it's not like, it's not like the podcast email was popping. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think anything about it. But I'm like, why well, got 10 emails? So, that was one of my, the smart, so I was about to tweet it from my account, and I was like, why? Why don't I tweet it from my account that actually needs the fucking pub? Right. So I tweeted, I don't know if you even look, if, click on the picture. I haven't. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it oh, is. Oh, so you're not even in, uh, in the. Well, I just looked at the email. Like, why do we have nine thousand? Fuck, not nine thousand, but <laughs> why do we have like all these fucking retweets and shit? And I'm kind of mad because I didn't do it big enough. But so I put, I did the retweet, I did the the, the screenshot, but then I added the, uh, I added our Twitter name, our podcast Twitter name on the on the tweet. But it's small, but it's... I wish I would have did it bigger. I was messing with it on paint on here. Um, but yeah, I tweeted it with that. So. You tweeted seven minutes ago, and it's got six retweets and six likes. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, what's going on? Dude, Nigger Navy is going to be hot for the ne- for the 2017, <laughs> nigga. Matter of fact, that might come into the fucking... Dog, we have to add that somehow into the, the title of this podcast. We can. So, that's, that's it. 
so um i forget where we were but we can move on um uh, we can hit up these uh emails and shit we got okay we get these topics we got mad topics actually we we're actually pretty prepared, pretty prepared. today like we've had like two weeks of like unprepared sloppy ass podcast yeah and, and after last week i was like man i can't go into the year like this i, gotta, I thought that too i was like man we've been mad sloppy the yeah, last couple weeks i didn't like, get, get our get, prepared. Get, get my shit together so <laughs> dude somebody posted a, a fucking navy boat with the fucking fubu logo <laughs> 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 oh god jesus christ all right so um you got emails to read yeah yeah, yeah. so um so we got two from Baylor, right? So we got one is a voicemail, one's a regular email. And um, before I read it, to let y'all know, again, I'm I'm gonna promote myself. Uh, both me and Baylor were on um the Games We Don't Play podcast. Uh, the Twitter is at Games. Uh, what's it? Games, Games We, we don't, don't Play. Play. Yeah. Uh, both both of us were on the last episode of that. It was a fucking fire ass episode, man. We had a great time. Joking, talking about video games, talking about life. It was it was a fucking fire ass episode with uh Sean and Chaffee from uh uh Games You Don't Play slash ETMF podcast. It was, it was a it was a dope episode. So uh, it was their episode fourteen, I think. So check that shit out. It was a great episode. But um, so Baylor emailed us. Uh, he said, um, I don't watch much reality TV. That love of hip-hop is terrible, he's right. Uh, never understood the purpose, but the Soldier Boy, Chris Brown, and Orlando Brown shit is by far the best entertainment the internet can provide. Not only did this beef start with the liking of an Instagram pic, but ended an apology and a potential boxing match in March. Will the match take place? Probably not. Shit's still entertaining, though. And don't ask me how this nigga Orlando Brown got in the middle of it. Shit is funny. My question is, you reach a very popular area in life. News to me. Uh, famous and well known. Why do these random niggas from these random states randomly decide to move to LA and start a game banging career? Like, how does that convo go? We all know money is involved, and if one of these hoods out here allow you to walk on, it's because you presented a bag and blurted out, "I need protection." Who though? Who wakes up and who wakes up one day and says, "As famous as I am, and the large amount of money I have in my account, I want to be a Fruit Town Pyro member." Who? Uh, so the first thing I want to address What is Fruit Town? I don't know Okay. I know what Piru is but I don't know what Fruit Town is I don't know Maybe a City of gay people I don't know but, <laughs> City of gay people <laughs> but, um, Gay people cool to us by the way Yeah yeah you guys are great Um, The first thing I wanted to address was the Proposed boxing match Because I had that in my list of topics And um Supposedly that shit going down. Are you like it's really gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. Somebody uh from Chris Brown's I think Instagram or something tweeted that the shit was going down, and then Soldier Boy posted a picture with him and Floyd Mayweather, saying that Floyd was gonna help him train for the shit. So like <laughs> in theory, in theory is going is gonna go down. I don't I don't think it is, but. I mean, what else they have to do? Both of them ain't ain't making music. They just living on millions and just chilling. I mean, they can fucking fight. Fuck, they can fucking fight tomorrow for Christ's sake. Let's just meet. Yeah, meet up with Joe Lewis. Fuck it. Yeah, who cares? I don't care. I would like to see uh, Soldier Boy get his ass beat, but whatever. And then um, I think Chris Brown probably put them hands on him. I mean, 
I posted on Facebook. I was like, if the ring has like a windshield set up, then Chris Brown has home field advantage because he's used to beating motherfuckers into windshields and shit. So I'm like, he he has home field advantage. So uh, he's accustomed to uh, beating people's faces into shit. So we can see what happens with that. But um, his question about uh, I guess rappers going places and trying to like claim gangs and shit. I think that's a interesting topic because um, there's a whole lot of like rappers who want to be athletes or gangsters and vice versa. It's always like the opposite. Like rappers want to be fucking sports players. Yeah. Players want to be rappers. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like he's saying like who comes to somebody else's hood and it's like Hey, I want to be this. And I think it really is is just about, like, solidifying whatever uh, perception you're going to have for your music, right? So if you're, like, a, um, well, again, take Soulja Boy. He's trying to build some kind of credibility as, like, a, I don't, I don't even want to say gangster rapper because that's even a stretch. But, like, as a rapper who is to be respected, he feels like, oh, let me, uh, Get some fucking gang affiliations and shit. I, I don't think anybody believes that shit. Like, I think it's a waste. I don't think anybody cares. It's not like Soldier Boy is like, hey, I got an album coming out. Let me make sure that motherfuckers think that I'm down with the Crips or whatever, or the Bloods, or whoever the fuck he's trying to affiliate himself with, and I'm going to pop off. It's like, nobody fucking cares, man. Like, is anybody really thinking like, yeah, uh, I don't really fuck with Soldier Boy, but now that I see he fuck with the Bloods, I'm gonna buy his album. Nobody's buying his shit. Nobody cares. So I don't even understand why they want to affiliate themselves with this gang life and shit and try to like be on Instagram or a fucking shade room or whatever the fuck trying to be thugging and shit. I've always, I've always had weird feeling, weird like thoughts about gangs. Like I always felt that gangs were like the getaway for for kids who just didn't have a lot of shit going on and gangs to me and I, I will probably catch flack for it but from who our three listeners you're fine maybe one and a half <laughs> gangs to me always always reminded me of like fraternities it's the same shit yeah it's like, the same shit like it was it's a brotherhood it's of the some, same shit plus it's, killing it's, it's a you're right <laughs> we, we, we merc niggas right um, it was always like some kind of you know and a, a a brotherhood of sorts where you know what you know you you got love you got admiration from these people or whatever and you know it just so happened that y'all did fucked up shit and fraternities you know they may have did some random you know random good shit in the hood um but so yeah so i always you know i i never i remember just younger watching uh did you ever watch um banging the little rock nope Okay, I'm so familiar with the name, Baby but I Little never Rock was it. A, a, a documentary about gangs in um, Little Rock, Arkansas, and they just talked about you know just the origin of the the gangs and all that stuff, and just it, it was like you know, did you ever see Snow on the Bluff? No, <laughs> I'm aware of okay, it. Snow on the Bluff. I started, Snow, I started to watch Snow, it. Snow on the Bluff wasn't really about gangs; it was just hood shit. I started but. to watch it, but I was like, <laughs> I noped out. Like, nah, I, Dude, I, can't. I can't. I, I would highly suggest. If you ever decide to watch Snow on the Bluff, watch high as fuck. 
get some beer. I gotta see that. Some, yeah, <laughs> I gotta see that. Fuck. But um, um, yeah. So you know, I, I remember watching you know stuff like that early and just you know, and then I just I knew folks in games and stuff like my my you know guys from my hood, and they 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 stuck together. They had like a a, a bond that was just nuts. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't get rappers wanting to relate to games that they weren't even involved in. Yeah, they just trying to gain that credibility. Now that part I didn't get, like you know. Um, but then it's like you know, as as long as we, you know, know rappers always been somebody connected to some gang. And I, but only person that really comes to mind as far as truly pushing gang shit was like the game. Mm-hmm. He like he always put, well, I'm sorry, game and Snoop. Snoop always pushed fucking blood crips and shit. Um, but I just figured that Snoop was like. Like an honorary crip, I didn't think no, no he was like a. That. <laughs> well, and this I always thought he was like an honorary crip or something. But as I don't, you know, you see him with you know rags and shit, but you don't see this nigga on a block and shit. Like you know, did he graduate he's to like on a block before he's like the doctorate of fucking rapping and shit though? Yeah, but I don't know. I think he got. I, I felt like he just he was kind of disassociated. T- with the whole thing, I felt. I just felt like if Snoop was involved with the gang shit as much as he came off, it's a man who got been, a, it's a man who got a murder charge though. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I just feel like he wouldn't. He wouldn't have became as popular if I mean, because I mean, gangs always tend to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like and I, I mean, and and I could just be totally wrong with my my assumptions and shit. I just I think uh, you're wrong about Snoop. I think you're wrong in general, but I, I, Snoop is. Stupid Snoop. Yeah, which watch is that? Mm-hmm. I hear it somewhere. There's a watch behind your. Oh, here it is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably totally wrong about him, but, um, but yeah. So at any rate, where, where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, Baylor asked about why uh, rap like music motherfuckers try to affiliate themselves with the gangs and shit. I think it's just to sell records. Cause they feel like you can't be a legit, a legit rapper without feeling like you are in the gang culture life. Is going to sell because it's gang culture. Is them niggas really buying music though? No, and that shit fly in like the in the nineties. But right now, what's popping is fucking making juju on that beat, dog. Like it's <laughs> like make a fucking song with a dance to it, and you straight. Like you don't have to be the dude who is uh, gang banging, and everybody's like, oh, he's so legit. I'm gonna buy his record. Nobody's gonna f- buy your fucking shit. Soldier Boy can affiliate himself whatever the fuck he wants. Nobody's gonna buy his fucking music. Nobody. He can beat Chris Brown in this fucking boxing match. Do all- whatever he wants to do. He can do all his tweets, all his reaches. Nobody's gonna buy his shit. Nobody. Because nobody cares. He's a one hit wonder. So, what was the last Soldier Boy song? Crank that Soldier Boy. That's it. That's it. Like, I'm sure he's put out. Fucking dozens of songs since, and nobody gave a shit. Like fucking crank that soldier boy. That's it. That's it for him. That's all he's ever gonna be ever. What's crazy is that he's made millions upon millions, pretty much on that song. And he's satisfied with that. Yeah, and he's just he oh, doesn't need to fight he Chris the, Brown. He do the swag song. Hop about the bed. Turn my swag on. Um. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah, that was that him. was his song. Yeah. So two major songs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I just, man, I get up every day and go to work and think like, man, I would never make hop about the bed, turn my swag on money <laughs> of any doing the shit I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, that is just so depressing. I got to get up early to do some shit knowing I won't get to that. But I got to get up early to turn my swag on. So, did you see the video where he apparently went to some hood and got his phone took? Yeah, I saw that. I heard that it was like he scrapped in the fucking video, but the video was presented as Soulja Boy got his ass beat. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, you see him in the hood. He walking around like, yeah, I'm in the hood. And you see somebody walk over and he he's like trying to put his arm around somebody. Like, like, oh, fuck you, nigga. And then next thing you know, the phone go up. And they're like, who phone is that? And you hear Soulja Boy in the back. That's my phone. And then, you know, it points at this other guy and shit. And then, you know, just kind of, you know, go from there or whatever. I, I don't know. I just. I feel like, dog, you you've made tons of fucking money. Stay in your lane. You've he, he sold tons of fucking ringtones. Like you've made millions, oh, and millions, man. Because yeah, he made tons of fucking money. Man, fucking that, ringtone. yeah, that ringtone like, dude, shit. The, and and I think he did it in such great timing. He did. Yeah, he it, might be like the pioneer he, of like yeah, ringtone he, shit. If he would have did that shit a year earlier or a year later, he may have missed the boat. Right. Like there was that. He did that in the perfect fucking timing. So it's like, man, take your millions, man. Do what you do and just you know. But I think people, I think people like him probably feel like they can do more. And no, you can't. So I, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. So they ain't worth shit, my like, nigga. Think, you know, and then it's like, you know, where, where Chris Brown is like, I just feel like he's just a, a, a walking fucking catastrophe just waiting to go even worse. Then he is like, for some odd reason, he's been forgiven for like crazy, the craziest shit. Like you would have thought if he, uh, you know, after the whole, you know, thing with Rihanna and hitting her and shit, that he would have been blacklisted forever. Right. And no, motherfucker still singing songs. He still makes music and ain't shit popped off. And I just, I just thought that was going to be his downfall. Like, I just like, that's it. I mean, you, you fucked up. I mean, and yeah, but no, he, he's been able to still somehow stay relevant and still, you know, you know, stay in the business, and I just thought that was definitely gonna be a downfall for him. He's kind of like Bill Cosby slash Michael Jackson, his shit. Like, cause everybody was like, Michael Jackson probably fucking molested kids, but fuck it, Thriller was fire. <laughs> and they were like, Bill Cosby was probably raping bitches, but Cosby shit was fire. And I feel like Chris Brown's kind of profited on that same shit. Like, yeah, he beat the fuck out of Rihanna, but. That nigga can dance. Dude. <laughs> he's got mad passes he's for got, like no he's reason. He's got passes that other people probably would never. Ray Rice would never be able to. <laughs> Ray Rice. Would never be able to regain, you know, any form of He better break some career. Russian records. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. He's not going to be able to do shit. You know, so, hell, Mike, Mike Vick is still getting boycotted to, for going to games. For you know no fucking saying? reason. So, God. you know, it's like, yeah, he's been able to. Chris Brown has been able to. Somehow, uh, avoid being blacklisted and still does dumb shit. Like he's just sitting on video smoking a cigarette, talking about, you know, saying <laughs> a, the, the a cigarette a though. Cigarette. <laughs> like, he didn't have a decent cigar. He had a punk. He ass, had a wee like a punk cigarette. ass Newport. <laughs> so yeah. old ass uncle ass nigga. Yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, he's he's definitely Chris Brown is definitely a person that's ma- made it because he's. He's jumped beyond slander. Like, no one gives a fuck about the shit that he's done. So, I was like, wow. So, uh, we got a voicemail from Baylor, too. So, let's play that and see what he's talking about. Cool. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy. Yeah, yeah, nigga, I'm in the car. I'm in the car. I know. <laughs> we know. I know. I'm in we the Prius know. right now, so nigga, Prius. real bougie. Saving the earth type of transportation and shit. Um, yeah, so I just I, I want to ask a few questions. Uh, well, first, regarding the food episode, which I think is going to be epic, because niggas is going to be... I told y'all I'm gonna be. Tra- I, I'm traveling. I'm traveling for the rest of my life, man. As long as I'm on this earth, man, I'm gonna be traveling. So, uh, and the one thing that's gonna get me to those different cities and things like that, whatever's gonna stand out, it's gotta, it's gotta be that food. Like, I don't want to go somewhere and that food is whack. And I'm not trying to go to too many commercial joints. I'm not trying to go to too many joints where it's a lot of white people, because. And they just don't know. They just don't know what seasoning is, my nigga. Uh, but I would say, I say we should all just share our favorite, uh, our, our favorite food spots, and what we get on the menu, what we what we add to the order. You know what I'm saying? Our specialties, our our go tos, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it's, it's okay to throw a couple. It's a lot of commercial joints out there that got some cool ass. Uh, little meals or whatever. I still think Jack in the Box got the best sausage. Uh, Paul, Super Paul, but they got the that, they got that extreme sausage sandwich. Gotta pause that again. And I still think that's like one of the top record sandwich in the world. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I think we should just go and just set the round table and niggas just go back to back to back to back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Say the spot, say what you order. Or if, even if it's not a, uh, a spot, if it's some shit that you make or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Niggas want to know. Like, enlighten us on what you eat. Uh, the next thing is, I know I don't want to get on no new year, new shit type of shit, but I, I know in my last email I was talking about upgrading. And I just want to know what y'all niggas doing to, to upgrade the podcast. Like, are you niggas going towards the clothing route? Are you niggas going to put shirts and hoodies? Uh, are y'all going to market the brand a little bit more? You know what I'm saying? Push y'all shit out there. I do my best. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure y'all got a couple more Cali listeners or whatever that y'all don't know about. But, you know, I do my best. Y'all plan on expanding? You know what I'm saying? More guests? We got to get more callers in. I, I You know what I'm saying? Uh, Liquid Slap and me and 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 Tone like the I, I guess I can be called part of the regulars, Tony? but y'all gotta have an Australian chick call in again just for the culture, just off of GP. Uh, but yeah, I know y'all got a lot of listeners. Y'all got a dope ass show, and especially for for the niggas that's in y'all town, like. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, it's niggas out there that can add to the show. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to know what y'all going to do with that. And what else? Oh, yeah, Detroit play Seattle. Oh, oh, God shit. bless y'all on that one. I mean, I can't really <laughs> say much. I'm a Raiders fan, so we down to our rookie third-string quarterback. So yeah. you already know I already dialed up Jesus' number. Like, please shed some light on us. <laughs> uh, damn. I ain't going to even lie, though. I put some bread on Seattle. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucked up. All right, I'll holler. <coughs> <laughs> Damn. No, oh, shit. Uh-oh. I feel him, though. <clears throat> All right, bro. I might put bread on Seattle myself. I mean, I may have to make that <laughs> bet myself. Um, well, I guess with the Lions, um, it's definitely one of those situations where I I don't really have much much faith in the win. Um, I've been reading a few articles, and I think we are we we're definitely facing a lesser. 
Seahawks over the past few years, but it's still the Seahawks. It's still on uh, on grass. We haven't won against a team on grass this year. Um, Seahawks is just won against the playoff team this year. Well, that as well. Um, that's another one. Uh, we haven't won against a winning team this year. Uh, so we have a lot of things against us. I mean, but always I'm going for my boys. Um, I just don't think it's it's uh, in our favor. We but lose, you know, I'm hoping the best, <laughs> the best uh, white running back in the NFL is going to uh, help us uh, preserve a win. <laughs> did, did, you, did you say the best white running back? In so NFL? Uh, I think it was. Um, <coughs> who was? I think it was I, the I best think, white running back in the NFL. Uh, I think it was. It was uh, the Zach Zinner the God. Uh, I think it was. Uh, it was during a. Um, um, one of the interviews to see, I think it was Michael Bennett, uh, who called uh, Zach Zinner the best white running back. In his- <laughs> yeah, so that was funny. It must be nice. He's the best white running back in the NFL and 35th overall. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, so, you know, he made that comment and it was just, it, I don't think it was in, you, to take it any more than what it was. But, dude, it was like fucking think pieces on Facebook about it. Like, I, like some dude was like, why I gotta be about race and all this wow. shit. One, because there are, I can't name not one other white running back in the NFL. Can you name one? No. Okay. So, the fact that you could say that. Yeah, I didn't think about it, but no. And he was totally <laughs> praising the guy. Like, it wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't nothing racist. He was just praising, saying, yeah, you know, the back. And I just, I seen random ass fucking comments, like, you know, somehow Black Lives Matter came up in the com- <laughs> comments about that. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, dude. So, I don't know. But yeah, so, um, since I'm a, I'm, I don't know. I, I was about to yell out a random score, but I'm really pushing for a Lions win. I don't know. I think it's. I think it might go go left, but um, yeah. If um, if they win, yeah. it's definitely gonna be an ecstatic ass podcast next week. So um, yeah. don't bet on it. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. Bad. I, I I need the rest of my money. I need to, I'm going to Chicago uh, next the following weekend, so I need to have some spending money so I can't bet on them. But I gave my thoughts last week. I'm, I, I said what was gonna happen and what I said was gonna happen happened and why do you it's what, so oh, you you it's gonna happen. you pretty much I mean you probably see some of the same stuff I've seen but why do you think folks like Detroiters or Detroit Lions and I put air quotes fans are like so distraught with the team I think because they gained a unreasonable amount of expectations over the Lions being nine and four. Like when they were nine and four, there was mad talk about people like were jumping like, oh, if they could get the number two seed and get a first round bye and they can do this and they can do that. And the way I looked at it at the time was like you looked at okay, so we won I think they said we won um seven or eight games based off like fourth quarter no eight because the only one we didn't come back on was the saints game so like we won eight games off of like fourth quarter comebacks and a lot of people look at that as like an accomplishment like oh wow that's amazing and i kind of looked at it as 
this is a team that can't put together four quarters of football. No, and especially because the games following that is that we couldn't do second half shit. So right. all of the games that we lost, um, the last three games we lost in the season, we couldn't play in the second half. Period. So it was a a total fuck a change, and it was fucked up. So I looked at us as, at nine and four as a lucky nine and four. Like we are nine and four off straight luck. And then I looked at our last three games, and I thought, this is going to determine whether or not this is a good team or a bad team. And they went and got washed in those three games. And I was like, okay, so I know, and especially, like, I know that they are not prepared to play with legit contenders. And it wasn't even like they got washed in the sense of, like, they just got beat down, but it was like watching those games. You could tell that they were not on that level. And no, they, no. I mean, I think it's it proved what I already thought. It, so it, I, it showed that it, they're just not at a level of competing with good teams. Um, the Dallas game really did it for me, man. The Dallas game. I was watching Dallas game. It, it was like two different caliber of teams. Like that. Like watching Dallas pick them apart like that it, it was sad yeah the Dallas game was definitely uh disheartening um I I feel like if you you know as a optimistic as uh, from my optimistic view I feel like they've made strides you know they've made two the last three years um but it's still they're still not competing at a great level um I just I just I don't subscribe to the whole idea of the whole backing in the playoff thing like backing in the playoff. Yeah. So I've heard I, it was seems like it's new to you, but um, like people feel like I've seen some comments about them saying the comments, basically uh, your phrase backing in the playoffs. Like what's that mean? They got in the playoffs because of other teams not performing. So they got in the playoff that way uh-huh. versus them. Like, you know, technically earning a spot in the playoffs okay. or, or winning a division and stuff like that. Right. And my thing is, they got in the playoffs because they had a certain number of fucking wins. Right. And they won the game. So if a team it happens it happens no matter what 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 happens if team if you get in the playoffs and if if you're you're not you haven't played a game, you're at a certain level, a certain win, and other, another team in your division loses and you make the playoffs, it's not because they lost, it's because you won them certain games. You know what I'm saying? There's no to me I don't feel like there's no you just got in the playoffs because you were lucky type deal. I feel like if the if the Lions would have lost one more game, they wouldn't even been in contention to even get in the playoffs. So they won fucking games, they got in the playoffs. I don't I don't get I don't I don't I don't subscribe to the whole thing of, you know, they just they somehow backed into the playoffs or Okay, you know, I get I get you, you know what I mean? It, and I may not be even explaining it clearly. No, no, I get I get it. But I don't think it's a it's a it's a reason to totally celebrate. I think it's a reason to celebrate that they're progressing from last maybe five years ago, and no one thought that they would get in the playoffs uh, post Megatron or whatever. Um, yeah, nobody but, did. But I think they still got so so long so long so much to go. Like you know, uh, established running game. Even you think about players like Marvin Jones was like hot as hell during the early part of the season. He fucking fell off. We don't have a fucking running game. We still have never had a great fucking secondary. And that shit just, it shows, man, Dallas walked into the fucking end zone so easy 
every fucking time. Man. And it was just like, dog, what the fuck, man? I was watching Dak Prescott. Like, I don't watch non-Lions games, like, really at all. So that game was the first time that I watched Dallas play. And I was looking at some of Dak Prescott's throws, and I was amazed. I'm like, man, he he's, is he's he's amazing, dog. I was like, player. he's great, dog. He, was, he did a great I mean, job. I was Romo thoroughly get, impressed. Romo getting hurt as he does was the best opportunity for Dak. And I hope that guy, man, does well. And for one, I'm always uh, yeah, uh, fucking from that game. But yeah, yeah I hope he yeah, does well because like game, he, he always, did a great I'm, job. I'm always, you know, saying pumped about black quarterbacks because it's not that many and they don't really do well as a recent. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm always pumped about that. Um, but that guy, man, he that guy is awesome, man. He has a fucking awesome arm. I mean, his accuracy that, was insane. Accuracy, it was and, insane. And he has like the greatest, like, he's not a, a braggadocious guy. He's a, you know, he, he he's a good, you know, a good kid, man. And he does well. So that's what I always liked about Barry. He yeah. was never like a, like a taunting kind of like celebrating the end zone. Like Barry would break a fucking 60 yard run and they would get in the end zone and then just like, hand the football to the ref and just run back. Like he was never like a party dude, but like to your point, like about uh backing into the playoffs, it's all about perception. Like you said that you looked at it like we won nine games and that was enough to get in. And I see your viewpoint and I also see the opposite side because um we won nine games and got into the playoffs, but we won nine games and got into the playoffs only because Washington was worse. But the thing is, it's always gonna be a. So worse. I can see people thing, saying that. Yeah, but the thing is, it's always gonna be a worse team. Like, but not a worse team that could have gotten to the playoffs. Like, if if Washington had won their game, we'd have the same record, and they would have gotten to the playoffs, and we wouldn't. And it would have been yeah. a situation where but I think that, we I, collapsed from nine but, and four but, but to but not making just, the playoffs. I think just the semantics of just like how playoffs and how the games go. Someone loses for some other team to have a better chance of getting in. So, so I don't. I I just I think it would have been fucked up. Now if Washington won and then we fucking lost, niggas have been fucking fucking suicidal and shit. Because, yeah. And you just you just kind of wonder like how how the game would have how did how did the players you know take that game as okay we're in the playoffs do we fuck it off or do we play because I mean we I I I have never paid attention to uh any playoff situations where two teams the last game of the season were in the playoffs and they were fighting for like a better spot. I just never paid attention to so, so I don't know. And plus I don't watch any I don't pay attention to non Lions games. So I, that that situation very well could have happened, but I just never I've never known it being like so publicly known like both of the teams were in. So did you feel any kind of way about um the Lions getting in prior to the Packers game because like the the Lions were nine and four going into the last three weeks of the season. And it was looking like, okay, this is a team that they can win the division. They could be, you know, a number two seed and they shit the bed in their last three games, right? And they were theoretically should should not have been in the playoffs. Like the only reason they got in is because Washington was worse. Right. And, like, I, those people, they're kind of like, you know, the Lions got in almost like, 
almost like on a technicality, like you got in because somebody else was worse than you, not because you got in on the strength of like being good. Like their nine wins were against shitty teams and they were 0 and 5 against playoff teams. And it's like, I can see people being mad about that because it was like, you didn't earn your playoff spot in the sense of like, you were a playoff team. Like you were a team that capitalized off playing shitty teams and then you got into the playoffs because other teams were worse than you. Like if Washington had won that last game against the Giants, the Lions wouldn't have got in. So they'd have right. been nine and four going into the last three games of the season talking about fucking a number two seed and then don't make the playoffs at all. They only made it because somebody else lost worse than they lost. Oh, yeah. and, and, like that's, and that's sad. I, so so what's your what was your actual question though? What it like my question was like, sure did I you feel it. any kind of like, any kind of like uh, a lesser happiness of the Lions getting into the playoffs? Because like normally, as Lions fans, we don't really experience the Lions well, getting I, into the playoffs. Well, I, normally when they get in, it's because they were good. Like, oh, they had a good season, they got in. Like, I, did you feel any less emphatic about this? Like, oh yeah, Lions got in the playoffs. Because it wasn't like they got into the playoffs because they did good. They got into the playoffs because somebody else did worse. Well, well, like I like I said earlier, I, I think that happens every fucking playoffs or whatever. You know, some team gets in, or you make the playoffs, and it's because of records. So you, you your record, you know what I'm saying, is based on someone else's record not being as good or whatever. Um, but I will say, I was less stressful. Watching the game initially, but I, mean, I, w- I wasn't. But I, I was wasn't. I was less stressful watching the game. But I just felt like one. I didn't think that they were going to beat Green Bay. I agree. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been dope as fuck the last like five games, so I didn't think they were going to beat them. Um, but I did feel like them making the based on like all of the stuff I've been you know hearing about you know just just talk about the Lions. I feel like the loss was just going to going to add to the whole thing of them not being a great team. And I agree. They're not a great team. Um, but I felt like if, if it would have far worse if they didn't make the playoffs, like it would have been like, you know, it, it, like I still had people who wants to fire Caldwell, fire everybody on the fucking team, trade Stafford. And I'm like, the purpose is to make the playoffs. Now you want to be better. Of course you want to be a better situation. Um, Neither fucking matchups is 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 fucking you know uh uh I, what's the word I want to use uh something you want to see I, I seeing being at home would have been great for morale purposes but going against uh, Giants again I think they would still watch this um going against Seattle is still a watch but I feel like Seattle is a lesser team this year than they've been so and although I I think the the Seattle met matchup is better i don't like the fact that they lost three going into the playoffs i feel like that's just a shitty way to go right but i don't know man if they somehow miraculously pull off a fucking win they gonna get smashed the next round anyway well whoever they play but i just think it's just it's it's slow progress and i don't understand how a lot of Lions fans can be so impatient when they haven't done well all these years to like expect this total greatness out of the last 2 3 years like if you can't see that it's slow progress and it needs to be better now you know 
for some odd reason, they don't make the playoffs the next two years. Okay, I get the shit, but you know, I think it's just slow progress, man. I think you, I mean, from a team that went fucking winless, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying to experience that shit, you know, to get to the point where you've been in the playoffs for the last three years, it's 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 maybe not the progress people wanted to be, but it's progress, you know. So I don't know. Um, but to uh, Baylor's other Baylor. The question about the podcast and like expectations and things like that. Yeah, I want to address that too. Um, I, I think you know we kind of talked about earlier, you know, slightly a little earlier about you know the progress of podcasts. You know, you know, love to be able to get you know more guests. Um, we don't have a a closing line plan. Although I know me and you had talked about it, you know, brief, you know, in random conversation. I would love to just get some hashtag what up those shirts. Uh, just, just cause, but there's no. I want to do that too. Yeah. No, no clothing line, but you know, um, definitely get those. And Baylor, you better be the first, the first nigga to to have a uh, what up those shirt. Um, but you know, we, we, I think we just we gotta get an opposite cause or whatever gang is in his hood. <laughs> right. There's no <laughs> blue and red. We need to get like pastel colors and shit. <laughs> um, but I think we wanna we wanna have guests and stuff. We just, it's just gotta be the right people and just gotta be the right situation. Uh, I just don't want to, you know, have people on for the sake of. Um, yeah, so. and um, I personally have felt like the last couple of weeks we were kind of like unprepared and like kind of like getting back into it kind of weird. Like you had your situation and, and like I was like sick and like it. it the last couple of weeks were kind of rocky. So like I feel like uh, moving forward we could be in a better position to have more solid episodes. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be good to have uh, more people on. Because like I, I feel like he's a great guest. I feel like um, like Liquid Slap is a great guest. Like I feel like we have great guests, but our... Um, our, our, we, we have to have our shit together. On, yeah, on I, I think our, our shit needs to, to be a little bit better. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's solid the way we typically structure it. But the past few weeks, it's been... Like I had um, the time off with um, my daughter being born, so we were off for that time period, and then we had the time off with your situation, and like it, we came back and it was very like, just think, like we weren't really in it, you yeah, know. And I, and I so, think the thing that you know other that people you know may not get or understand, you know, is that us. And I know I speak for you as, uh, as well. Um, I definitely for myself. But the, the podcast, we I guess we have to. I have to remember, remind myself sometimes that other people are listening because I do the we I do the podcast a lot for therapeutic reasons to get shit off my chest to just talk about random shit, right? Have drinks, have cigars, and sometimes I have sometimes I had to remind myself like, well, other people are listening, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Because you know it's a it's an outlet, you know, so. You know, the you know the you know the you you know being off you know you know getting a new house, having a baby, you know me me being off with family issues and stuff like that. You know, getting back to the podcast was you know definitely therapeutic to just you know have some kind of normalcy and stuff like that. But at the same time, you can't. There's no excuses for not you know executing and doing shit in a good way and shit like that. And so. You yeah, know, I, 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 I felt like it was mad sloppy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So you know, I you know, I, I, I kind of felt bad when Tax Stone retweeted us, cause I was like, what if like mad people listen to the shit 
and then you know, to our last episode, they're like, this shit whack. Well, no, I felt, I, no, I felt like we've had so many good episodes of it. I felt like when I seen that that retweet, I was like, that's a a a, a good starting point, a moment to get shit together, and you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, I felt the same way. So I was just like. That's that's dope, um, you know. Especially we, you know, we've been talking about you know making sure shit was gonna be tight, and, and you know, so if, and I in in my head and you know, to myself, you know, I was like, you know, I you know I don't want to bullshit them because it's you know it, it's no reason to put time and effort and money <clears throat> to some shit and it be whack, you know what I'm saying? So it's like let's put time and effort and money and all that because we're putting the time and effort and money to anyway. What's not make it good? You know what I'm saying. So, right. um, but yeah, I I, I definitely want to you know pursue more, <coughs> more guests and you know and now we you know uh, figured out the whole situation with Skype, so we don't have to actually have people here. You know what I'm saying. You know, using technology to its fullest and and so forth. So yeah, yeah we just you know we definitely just happy that we got people who actually listen and you know. Um, but dude, it, it's funny he mentioned like local people. We don't have. I think more of our listeners are non-local than local. So, and and I honestly don't push for a local crowd. Like I don't. I don't feel like it's. I, I haven't put it on a radar. I think maybe you know in thinking it should be, but for the most part, most of our listeners are like not not local. Um, and I and I'm not really tripping about that. You know, I'm a, <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Mostly because I probably talk about niggas in the hood anyway. <laughs> so you know, I I don't know if that's a total focus. I I feel like uh, Twitter is a great format to push for different audiences and stuff like that. Um. Detroit is so weird. I think in in a lot of sense, Detroit is weird when it comes to local support. Period in all industries. So, as much as it'd be great to be like local, you know, sensations of sort, you know, I'm I'm fine with pushing more with you know the the vast audiences that that Twitter, you know, gives us. You know, so yeah. I'm okay with that. So um we got a voicemail from uh Jeff Edmondson. Um what's his gay ass fucking Twitter name? Papa, Papa Panda Papa. Rapist or some shit. <laughs> it is some gay shit, dog. Uh, he he's definitely talking about fucking kids. I don't know. But um <laughs> he sent us a voicemail, so I'm gonna cue that up and we'll see what he's talking about. What up though? Alright, so basically I wanted to answer the point about the black chicks dating the white dudes. Um <laughs> the reason why at least from what I've experienced and what I've always heard, the reason why it's okay for black chicks to marry white dudes is because they say black chicks always pick the richest, most well-off white dude they can find. So they basically always marry up. And then they say that black dudes always marry down. So they, they claim that we always get some white chick, trailer trash, or whatever right, they want right. to call it type yeah, of chick. And then they claim that the white women take all the best black men so they take into account like dudes like you mentioned like luke cage and tiger woods and all the higher up black dudes and say that all the trashy white women take all of them out of the pool of dating and then the black women claim that they get left with all the thugs and hood rats or whatever right and then all the black women do the opposite they date up and get all these rich well-off right ceos or whatever white guys so that's why they normally don't get him no type of flack for it. They just let them slide when they get a white dude. But then if a black guy get a white woman, they try to say that we date 
down and we get like the trashy folks. I used to deal with that shit from a dude that I used to hang out with because he used to claim that me and my boys always did that shit, whatever. Yeah. Um, but from what I heard, that's the reason why they always make that claim. Um, and then, um, other than that, man, I just had to touch on that one point. Mike, man, I hope you feel better, brother. You sounded <laughs> raspy as fuck last week. I'm doing all right, man. I made a joke about it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. But, um, yo, man, if you get a hold of them, some of that um, green bean casserole, man, hook me up because you got hype as fuck about that shit. And uh, <laughs> I'm fire, a slut, man. Alga syrup is the truth. Y'all need to fuck with that shit. Other than that, man, looking for the next episode. Man, I holla at you. Peace. And get at me on that um, episode about religion, Mike, man. I want to sit down and chop that shit up. Even if no, we you don't. Just a cigar bar. I don't have to be on the episode, but no, you don't. I definitely want to holla at you about that shit. Pick no, you your don't. on some shit, man. You don't. All right, later. Peace. We wouldn't be friends no more. Uh, but, we, but we already had a conversation <laughs> with him on religion. We so. did. We did. But um, he don't want that problem. Uh, no, no, uh, no, we can... We can do that, man. But, um, yeah, me talking about religion is 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 not a good place to be. But um, as far as what he said about uh, interracial relationships, he's hundred percent right. That's exactly what it is. The perception is that black women date up with white with white men, and black men date down with white women. He's hundred percent right. That's exactly what it is. And. I don't know. I don't know about you, but that's largely what I've seen. Like, I don't. I would. I would never blanket it that. Like, give that blanket description. Like, all black women do this, and all black men, whatever. But that I largely see that. Like, black women will date up, and black men will date down. I, I've seen that. Well, I mean, I've seen both, but I always wonder why. And we talked about it, you know, the last episode. It's like why. You know, a black man can date a white woman and they catch super fucking flack for it. And then a white woman and a white <clears throat> black woman dates a black guy and then it's like the come up of come ups and there is no a white guy. That. Black woman date a white guy. Yeah. And so I always thought it was like just it's just the stereotypical. I mean, I still uh, <clears throat> um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. Not stereotypical. Uh, hypocritical. Excuse me. <laughs> hypocritical you when you know. Uh, a black woman does it, so I don't know, man. I, you know, whoever you love, man, that's no, I, I, I don't have no, no crimes with it, you know. But, you know, I'm like, is this the fucking TV on? I'm listening to somebody loud ass TV upstairs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, but I, I, I definitely agree with them. Um, as far as the dating up, dating down, that definitely happens. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, black dudes are dating a white chick to thinking that you know they just go get whatever they go get from her and you know whatever the case. Hey man, I've seen some uh, fucked up situations. He's not wrong about that. That is that's definitely the cause for the stigma. That's for sure what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the fact that that is a actual scenario is what makes interracial dating such a stigma. Like because. Mm-hmm some party is going to be resentful. And I mean, Hey, that's just the way it is, man. Like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to fault nobody for I me. Mean, like you love who you love, man. Like if you a black dude and you love a white chick from a trailer park and you, if you a black chick and you love a white man from a yacht, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Cause it ain't got nothing to do with me. So I don't give a fuck, you know, fuck who you want, who cares. But I think that that plays into the stigma because 
if you're somebody outside of that and you're a black woman and you're looking for a man and you're looking at your peer and she's like with fucking Leonardo DiCaprio or some shit and then if you're a fucking uh, black woman and you're looking at black men and they're fucking with uh, I don't know, Trailer Park, fucking Kate Goslin, whatever the fuck, Team Mom, or whoever, whatever, 600-pound wife, whatever the fuck, like, you're going to be resentful. So I, I, I get it, but I don't think it has anything to do with a, I don't think really there's a racial component in the sense of, like, I don't like to see this race dating that race. I think it's what he said, like, they see those those pairings and they are resentful and right. I, I get it you know I, I i don't really know why that is though I, I i mean i i see it you know i'll see a black dude with like a trailer park trash fucking white chick and i'll see a black chick with a fucking uh baller ass white dude i don't know why that scenario happens but i mean it happens and i i don't really fault anybody for feeling salty about it um it is what it is, man. Yeah, be I don't even know how you remedy that. Be as a uh, uh, Ray J, the, the great Ray J said, yeah. "Be you want to love, love who you want to love." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I already knew. I was like, "You Ray J with it." <laughs> Fucking Ray J to God, dog. <laughs> I never thought in 2017 I'll be randomly quoting, randomly quoting Ray J. <laughs> Ray, that that fucking what is that interview from? It's like 2000 what 14, 15, Dude. like, and that shit is still applicable, dog. Like, I love that fucking interview. It's the greatest interview ever, dog. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Dog, I'm just I'm to listen to that tomorrow at work just to get through the day, dog. It's it's a it's a great it's a great way to improve your mood and your lifestyle and just. I had your it on, mindset, all had, that. I had it, and I had to find. I had it on another phone. Where I made the YouTube into an MP3, so I could just listen to it without having to watch the YouTube. That's what I did. Yeah, I got it on. I don't know what the fuck I did with that. That's Where? just living in my Google Play. I can just pull it right <laughs> up. Why, you know, I need to put it in Google Play. Pull yeah. it right up. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes I sense. will do it now. We got topics that I want to talk about. Yeah, we got shit to talk about. And we're like an hour. It's not that bad, actually. I thought we were farther in, hour thirteen, but I thought we were farther in than that. But if we were like. Seems like forty five minutes. I'll be like, yeah, fuck, I'm pulling up. We'll post it. We'll post it on the uh, one of those Twitter page. No, nah, we won't. But uh, tomorrow, we're gonna forget. But um, so let's get off into these topics, man. So um, first thing I want to talk about is uh, New Year's. Uh, well, no, not not New Year's, but like New Year's aftermath. So um, I have had my mom watching my daughter. Because my daughter is signed up to be in this like fancy smancy ass uh rich nigga fucking daycare and shit. But she's on a waiting list, so we don't know if she's gonna get in. So in the meantime, my mom has been watching my daughter. But right now my mom is uh actually in Miami helping uh one of my cousins kinda like move into some colleges and shit like that. Oh wow. And um so she's unavailable. So with nobody else to watch my daughter, I took these uh, last few days off work. So right now, today is Thursday. Y'all going to hear it is Friday. But um, while we're recording, it's Thursday. I took Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off work. And I'm with my daughter. And it's just me and her chilling uh, these past few days. And, man. So how's that been? <laughs> my daughter is, 
entirely breastfed, right? So, and being a child, uh, breast. Yeah, being that I cannot breastfeed, <laughs> I cannot uh, give her uh, sustenance. So, uh, it's been interesting, but man, and she it, won't take a bottle at all. She will not take a bottle. I I have a a little bit of a system to where I can get her to kind of like take a little bit of a bottle, like like so small, like really nothing. And then I can kind of like feed her a little bit like off a, um, like a syringe like type plunger type shit with milk. And she will take that. But largely she will not take anything other than titty. So um, it's been an interesting couple of days. But uh, man, the bonding is on point, dog. Like me and my daughter are like having a good ass time, man. Like, I mean, she has her moments, but for the most part. We just sit there and like smile at each other and watch The Simpsons and shit, dog. Like, it's been well, it's awesome, been man, man. cool, especially, man. You know, yeah, feeding is a, you know especially important to fucking infants and shit. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you sit there, you go get a sound. She's sitting there like, fuck, what a titty at, nigga. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's dope, damn man. That's She's all about the said. titty, but yeah, it's it's been cool, man. Like, um, we've had a little bit of a bonding. A little bit of bonding moment, and we just kind of kick it, and so it's been cool. So our so when she, you know wife comes home, I'm assuming that you know baby's back. Wife comes home, I'm throwing her at the titty like Dak Prescott, like so <laughs> lofting so, it up. So are y'all <laughs> weaning her off the titty? No, we can't. We can't. We have no other option. She won't take anything else other than titty. Like so, there's no option. So it's kind of like when she starts daycare. We might have to actually just have my wife go over to the daycare and breastfeed her personally. Because, like, we've been working on getting her to take the bottle for, like, two months now. And she's not doing it. She's just not. So, I, I mean. I wonder why they haven't, haven't had a company yet that made fucking nipples based off the. the, the bruh. The, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. I bought, I bought every fucking bottle. Every fucking nipple. Like. I bought a fucking nipple that is like that shit is it man that shit is ma- manufactured titty dog like it's how, it's how, so fucking on point how, and then I heated up under a hot ass water to almost make it like it's fucking warmth, like the warmth of the body tip yeah the body tip how, warmth. how much money do you think you spent in nipples <sighs> and you can't even it's not like you can take them back so it's like, I decide. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. Just a random figure. I don't know, man. Uh, it's not anything crazy because they're not wild expensive. But like, we got the what's helped us is that we got mad bottles and nipples for like the baby shower. So we used all that shit. So like, I, I haven't personally spent much, but the shit that we got hasn't worked. And then I probably bought maybe two or three different styles of bottle slash nipples that also have not worked. The one, the most recent one that I've got is the most similar, in my opinion, to an actual human nipple, and she is still not really taking it. Like she will, she'll give it a little bit of country. Like yeah, I kind of fuck with it, but it's like after maybe like ten seconds, she's like, Nah, this ain't this ain't titty. I'm done. So like, yeah, it's not really working out, but. Man, that's crazy. It's rough, but that's really the only issue we have with her. 
And conversely, Michael was a fucking terror. So, like, like comparing the things, like, her not taking the bottle is a high stress point, but her not taking the bottle is, like, a 2 on a 1 to 10 scale of, like, my personal uh, stress points with her versus Michael having all kinds of unique other problems that I had that make that made Michael a a terror growing up. So like he's like he's sweet like now and he's been good for a very long time. But when he was this age, oh fuck. I broke doors over Michael. Like I would have to take Michael, put him in his crib, close his door, and then leave out and just like punch doors and like like so what I was, was like issue? Is it, he wouldn't stop crying. He would just scream all day. Like he was just like he would just cry all the time. And it and right now me at thirty four it's like I have a little bit more patience and knowledge. I can deal with that now. But eight years ago <laughs> that shit was like what the fuck is life right now? Like this is ridiculous dog. This baby will not stop crying. I can't do anything about it. Like I, I, I'm just at a loss. I couldn't even imagine. I don't have patience. I, I don't have patience. Like my mom watches my daughter, and and she deals with the same shit, but she has like Way more. mom patience. Right. So she doesn't. She like, oh yeah, it was fine. And she will deal with the same shit that will make me fucking punch a hole in it's a her wall. Grandkids though, she's like, yeah, it's exactly. It's, you know, it's, it's I'll punch hard. a hole in a wall over the same shit that she'll shrug off. Like, oh, like, okay, cool. I get to leave in five. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. But I mean, we have one more day left together tomorrow, and um, I'm fully confident that it'll be fine. Like today was fine. Yesterday was fine. Tomorrow will probably be fine. I'm not. I'm not sweating it. I'll get by. Uh, we have a we have a thing like me and her. We have our we have our connection. We're we're good. So uh, we'll be all right. Um. So man, we got kind of a lot of topics. Um. I mean, we don't have to cover it all. We no no yeah we don't. So I'm trying to figure out like what should we discuss because I don't care about Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. Um. What do you think? What do you what do you wanna what do you wanna tackle? Um, what about your girl, Crystal? Crystal, uh, Crystal, Crystal. Um, so for those that don't know, Crystal is, uh, half of the, um, uh, cast of The Read, which is a podcast that I've been listening to since its inception. And, um, she tweeted something that bothered me earlier today. She said something like, um, Introduce logic into an argument with a man and watch how quickly the argument dies. It was something to that effect. It's that's close to verbatim, but that's kind of what it was. And what bothered me about that is there is a multitude of things that you can slander men on. Like there are so many ways in which we are fucked up. And argument logic is not one of them. I thought that the, I always thought that the problem that men were too logical, right? And that was the issue with with women, so to speak. How the fuck do you say logic is fucking men up? Right, like if you introduce logic, men just can't. Men are just out the game. Like 
What are you talking about? I, 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 and, I, and I try not to uh, attribute this to the fact that you know she's a you know a lesbian woman and so forth, but I really. I really feel that of all the tweets I've seen from her over the years, I really think she truly just hates men. She does. Other than the man that she does a podcast with, which <laughs> actually likes other men. Right. Like, I just, I, I feel like she totally, fully just cannot have a pleasant thing to say about men at all. Yeah. My issue with it was there are so many valid, uh, ways to slander men like there are so many ways in which we're fucked up it happens and it happens every day i even i don't know if you probably pay attention so every time i see some random ass generalization of like slandering men i end up typing the hashtag mas i saw that and I, <laughs> I i i went to when i was in college i i took a lot of spanish classes and i was like mas i'm like this means more so like what is he talking about like more what yeah, yeah, and I just mean men ain't it was, shit. It was like a men ain't shit. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just men ain't shit. And I, I was just randomly it was, like, yeah, it was just a random like joke to myself because every time it happened, I would just be like, oh, this again. <laughs> uh, here we go, men ain't time, shit, men ain't shit. Like, I can see what what happens is, who the fuck is up? Um, I see a random tweet. And then it'd be like some man, some dude does something, and then it will turn into men, and then it's just at some point all men did it every <laughs> fucking time. There was this tweet about some dude trying to get out of child support, which turned into men getting out of child support, which turned into just and generally men ain't shit. Like, how in the fuck do you just generalize everybody because some fuck ass nigga? has decided he don't want to pay for his kids. You know how many dudes I know who solely deal with their fucking kids and the fucking mama ain't around? Like, are you serious? That shit happens all the time. So, I have a goal for 2007 is to do the reverse. 2007? You have a goal for 10 years ago? Yeah, that. Plus, <laughs> plus 10 years. 2017, I have a goal to start switching. Every time I see a tweet that is generalizing men, I really want to put women in that same tweet and just do that. I'm just do it all year. Every time I see him, just just for the sake, and then I'm gonna get probably back. Like, why are you doing? I'm like, you have you ignored all of the fucking men they shit tweets? And are you serious? That shit happens all the fucking. I don't know. I'm not trying to take to, um go to bat for every nigga because every dude ain't doing right shit. But come on, you you generalize men all fucking day, and then Crystal, the the same thing that you blame men for being is logical. Tell them that that's the reason that shit's fucked up, like. I don't. Do you still listen to the read? Yeah. I don't know how you do it, dude. Her voice is irritating. Yeah, she she it. grinds my gears, but um, Kefir is fucking hilarious. But he's probably the savior of the show. Like he I is can't for me. Her. It, he is for me. She's like the marrow. I mean, the the decent marrow. <laughs> like, but like the the thing that the thing that irked me about it is like even the scenario that you gave of uh of uh child support and shit like that like even there it's like okay that's a valid uh complaint about men and and their issues with child oh, it's support a total valid complaint total valid but like complaint. like i said there's so many valid issues that you can you can levy against men like oh men don't pay child support men don't do this and even then it's a stretch but at least it's valid like i feel like i feel like she 
overlooked all the millions of ways in which you could slander men to just make up some shit. Because, like, if anything I would give men is the fact that when you argue, when men argue, they argue about the fucking topic. And it will be women who will go, oh, uh, well, you said this and that, but you didn't fucking set the microwave timer. Like, they, they be the ones that fucking change the topic into some other shit. And make it about some other shit just so they can win the argument. Like, they'll take it completely fucking left. Like, that's some shit women do. So, I'm like, the fact that she took, she overlooked, I'm not going to say overlooked because it wasn't, like, a topic. But, like, the fact that she attributed some shit to men that women do, when men do a whole bunch of shit that you can validly criticize, like, that's what irritated me. I'm like, you could talk all kinds of shit about us, but you could, you just going to make up some shit. Like... Oh, you introduce logic into an argument and a man just can't function. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, that's the one thing that we actually do. Like, we do a whole lot of fucked up shit. But the one thing that men do right is if you get into an argument, a man will fucking stick with that fucking topic. Like, it's the one thing that we do right. But now, it's fair. But you gonna say that we just we can't function in a logical argument where you argue with a woman. She's like, well, uh... Well, that one time you didn't plant them daisies or whatever. Like, just make up some shit just so you can win the argument. Like, okay. Like, you are clearly on some other shit. Like, you could cite a hundred different things that are valid about men, but you just chose to make up some shit. And forever forever known now, it's going to be that, yeah, they're not even logical. Like, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. Anyways, next topic. I can't stand her. Whatever. I can't either. She really hates me. Um, so the one thing that I, I think kind of like the main thing that I wanted to talk about was this uh BLM kidnapping thing. Did you so did you see this? Mm-hmm. So um, I guess uh four black folks. I don't know if it was all dudes. I think maybe it was like one woman. I don't know, but they I guess supposedly kidnapped some white disabled person and tortured him. And shouted out shit like fuck white people and fuck Donald Trump and all this shit. And it turned into this BLM kidnapping hashtag. And white people were tripping like, oh, if if, if that happened to a black person, it'd be like, man, people going crazy and shit. But y'all just got like chilling because like, I guess the um, wherever this happened at, the police were uh, investigating whether or not it was an actual hate crime. And. Which it has turned into a hate crime. Oh, it has? Okay. Hate crime. Yeah. okay, so um, what bothered me about that was the idea that, one, if the situation was reversed, it would be an automatic hate crime, and two, the idea that um, these people who, these black people who did this were affiliated with Black Lives Matter. Because it's not they were sound like, Black Lives Matter, bitch. Like, like there was nothing that came from, the, there was no affiliation to Black Lives Matter. It was like the alt-right people who were like, oh, look at these Black Lives Matter people wilding. Man, like, they could have been, they could have been saying that shit, but anybody that, anybody could say any fucking thing and now, you know, what But they didn't say that. It wasn't no Black Lives Matter shit. They were just like, oh, black people beat up a white person. Look how Black Lives Matter is wilding. Well, like, don't attribute that shit to Black Lives sh- Matter. It shows you how strong hashtags are. 
and shit because now everybody believes that they're fucking members of fucking Black Lives Matter. When nobody fucking has any kind of proof to affiliate it with Black like Lives Matter. Walking around with fucking uh fucking Chicago twenty three jerseys. Are them niggas Jordan? <laughs> no. <laughs> but just because they got the jersey on they are like come the fuck on, man. Right. That shit is retarded. What's so what's so funny is how fast that that they got charges for uh, hate crime when there's been tons of fucking hate crimes when, you know, the uh, offender is white and it takes forever if it actually fucking happened. I don't know how long it it took before people started recognizing that fucking Dylan Roof was an actual terrorist and he was he performed. I don't even think his 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 charge was hate crime. And that motherfucker as have you seen recent stuff on D- Dylan Roof? Um, I don't think so. I mean, so he was found guilty, all that stuff. Right. And he he is. I know his sentencing is uh upcoming. He's he keeps making the point that he was he's not crazy. Right. That he was in his fucking right mind. Right. And all this shit. So you can't put the whole you know mental like stigma on this and all that shit. He was in his right mind. He wanted to kill some black people, and he killed black people. He's not remorseful. None of that shit. And no one wants to stick the terrorism tag on him. No one wants to... A lot of people, I shouldn't say no one. People don't want to stick the terrorism tag on him. No, people don't want to stick the hate crime tag on him. But that's, in fact, what the fuck he did. But it took a day of some white um, or non-black person getting terrorized or beat up or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I feel bad for the brother. I feel bad for anybody getting fucked up. I mean, it's just a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Like, what happened was fucked up. Like, those people who did that, they deserve everything they got coming to them. Like, those are fucked up people. And he, coming from me, like, because I, I kind of sit back like, some fucked up shit happened to white people. I'm kind of like Kanye shrugging it like, well, like, y'all right. motherfuckers been killing black people left and right. And getting off, so um, if somebody fuck up one of y'all, I don't know how I really feel about that. I don't know if I care. But, like, in this scenario, like, seeing that shit, watching that video, that shit was fucked up. And, like, those people who did that, they deserve, like, whatever the fuck they got coming to them. Prison, whatever. They deserve all that shit. And what was most interesting to me was everybody, did you see what happened with Sean King on that shit? No. So people were like tweeting Sean King like, "Why you ain't upset about the black people that hit up the fucked up the white boy? Like why y'all, why you ain't tweeting about that shit?" And Sean King came out like, "I'm gonna tell you why I don't give a fuck." <laughs> he didn't say why I don't give a fuck, but I'm I'm saying this in myself in my personality. But what he said, he was like, "I'm gonna tell you why I don't give a fuck because they did that shit. They got arrested. They're gonna get their justice." And they're going to go to trial and they're going to go to jail. I tweet about the motherfuckers who do that shit and get away with it. Like all these motherfuckers who are out here killing black folks and getting away with it and getting paid leaves and shit like that. That's the motherfuckers I tweet about. Justice was served here. Like those people got arrested. They're going to go to jail. And justice was served. Yes, it was fucked up. But that's how the justice system works. When you do some fucked up shit, that's how it works. And when some black people do some fucked up shit... The motherfuckers get tried, they get they get arrested, they get tried, and they go to fucking jail. When white people do the exact same shit, 
They get paid leave. So that's why I'm not tweeting about that shit. Because justice was served in this scenario. But when the same shit happens to black people, justice ain't get justice don't get served. They fucking get paid vacation and all that other bullshit. And I was like, you know what? Word the fuck up. Is exactly what the fuck it is. That's and that's 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 what happens when people talk about black on black crime and all that shit. And because the thing is, when that shit happens, there's there's not many unsolved fucking shit that happen in the hood. When fucking black on black crime happens, the person gets arrested, they go to jail. You got a black person that's dead. You got a black person in jail. So you got multiple people that's gone from the system of life or whatever. So you know, same similar situations. Yeah, they in jail, and you know whatever comes to them, they fucking deserve it. That was some fucked up shit, right? But don't for one for one minute, you know, one put it on uh, that it's a Black Lives Matter. Like, I don't understand what's the whole reason of of of, of a lot of white people. You lose something up. I was trying to grab my book back, but it's oh. too far, so oh. fuck it. <laughs> I mean, you can while I'm talking. Uh, nah, I feel like getting up. Um. I don't understand why they, why people really want to make Black Lives Matter a hate group. It's I don't understand that. Group. I don't get it. I don't understand that. They were like, oh, some black people fucked up with white people. Black Lives Matter wilding. Like, they didn't shout Black Lives Matter during that shit. Like, that was some alt-right shit. Like, some fucking, uh, the person who called it Black Lives Matter shit was some fucking, um... Uh, white supremacist dude, like some fucking one of them people. I, he was I, like, I, "Look I, how Black Lives Matter wild," and they fucking ran with it, like, "Oh, Black Lives Matter kidnapping, Black Lives Matter kidnapping." And everybody like, "Who the fuck said this was Black Lives Matter?" Ain't nobody claiming that shit. I just wish that people would watch the the, the segment on Michael Shea, uh, Michael Che, Michael Shea, Shea? Michael Shea. Whatever. When he, yeah. he he describes the Black Lives whole thing, and he's like, you know, Black Lives. Matter. Just matter. Just matter. Just matter. Fucking matter. Not mean more. Just fucking matter. Like, why do we have to argue about black people just mattering in life? Like, not saying black lives are better than white lives or black lives are better than Mexicans or black lives are better than whatever. Just fucking matter. Like, that's just insane to me that we have to constantly explain that shit. And I got. I was on this uh, Facebook thread. I'm trying to think of the story. Why did I even comment? <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was it's some weird ass bullshit. But I, once the guy posted, oh, I can't remember, but the guy posted about all lives matter, and I was like, dude, do you understand that all lives matter wouldn't even exist if we never talked about Black Lives Matter? Right. No one, no one start, no one been screaming fucking all lives matter during the '60s riots and shit, or you know any other crazy fucking you know race related you know uh topic in in america no one that never happened until black lives matter right and and that was just just we just want the same fucking treatment everybody else get or the same treatment white people get with the police or the same treatment anybody else it's exhausting fuck yeah it is and and, and that whole scenario of uh trying to attribute that that crime to Black Lives Matter is just an example of how white folks are just trying to demonize black people. And, the, and and it came out with the police that there was no evidence that anything of any, you know, Black Lives Matter 
a, a association was with it. Yeah, and I, I am personally comfortable with calling it a hate crime. Like, yeah, even if the, like crime. there was a story that said like, oh, they're saying it's not a hate crime because they only attacked him because he was disabled or some shit like that. And even to me, I was like, fuck out of here, dog. Like, if you shouting fuck Donald Trump and fuck white people while you beating up a white dude, that's a fucking hate crime. Like, so I'm perfectly fine with demonizing these people, throwing them under the fucking jail. Fuck those people. Like, they're they're horrible fucking humans. But, like, at making it like a Black Lives Matter thing out of nowhere, just so you can demonize Black Lives Matter. Like, oh, now they're like the black KKK, and they're just out here trying to fuck up white people. Like, one, that's a problem. And then, two, again, like, there's no fucking... Like, there's no fucking tie to that shit, dog. Like, that shit just happened. And like I said, they, they fucking are... All those people are already in custody. Like it was, it was a wrap. Like they're they're done. That's it. Justice, justice is going to be served. My, it, and that's the problem it, is that when white people do it, they get paid leave and they get fucking Burger King on their way to jail. And when black people do it, they go to fucking jail off rip. And that's the problem. And, like, don't fucking sit here and tell me, like, there's some kind of, like, racial shit at play when black people do this, like, oh, y'all not mad that black people fucking beat up white people. We ain't mad because the fucking black people are getting the fucking consequences that they deserve. Like, they're getting what come, what's coming to them. But when you motherfuckers do it, you fucking get paid leaving Burger King. So get the fuck out of here, man. Like, they, I, man, they fucking so fucking stupid, dog. Now, now. When you hear, when you've heard like the, the the phrase the black KKK, is that from white people? Hell yeah, it's from white people, dog. It's from fucking uh Tommy Lauren and shit. So what's funny about the black KKK is like, are you complimenting them, or are you saying it's a bad thing for you to say that's, that's a good point? K- like if you're a white person, you like it's black KKK, like. Are you bigging them up? Right. Are you bigging them up or are you saying it's fucked up? Because if you said it's fucked up, you need to acknowledge that the KKK has been fucked up. Right. For years it still exists. That's and a good it's still point. crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, are you, you making it, you know, because, and I don't understand why people, why a, a lot of white people don't acknowledge that the KKK was as fucked up as it was. They don't understand that, you know. And we speak in, a, in retrospect. In like, retrospect, they don't actually yeah, yeah, yeah. still exist. No, no, no. It, right, yeah, it definitely The motherfucker's going to be but in you full gonna, force at the inauguration. Right, if, you're, if you're referencing <laughs> the KKK and want to say black KKK anything, either you're saying the these black folks are some of the greatest people ever based on how you <laughs> felt they were, or right. you're saying they're the scum of the earth. And that's the case. You should have been saying the KKK was the scum of the earth. That's valid. Fucking <laughs> retarded, dude. That's valid. How do you think the uh, inauguration is going to go? I think the inauguration is going to be a shit show that I am interested in watching. I'm going to watch it. Like, fully. Like, I'm ready to watch it. Because I feel like the inauguration is going to be a complete fucking shit show. Like, he's not going to have any valid performers. He's not going to have any support from, like, celebrities. And then I feel like the crowd is going to be, like, largely fucking poor racist white people who don't understand that he's going to take away everything that they actually need but they don't know that they need it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like oh, Obamacare sucks get rid of that shit and he's going to get rid of it and they're going to die from fucking cousin fucking, fucking AIDS uh, <laughs> what was one of the uh, uh, what was the video game um, it had like a a, a horse chariot uh I'm um, like the, when you, when 
damn, what is the game? It was a game. I think you could you can die of a uh, dysentery. Was it maybe? What was that game? Um. Uh. Fuck. Uh. Om. Uh. Omaha. Uh. Uh. Um. Plur. You could. I think plur. Was pluracy one of the ones you could die from over that game? I don't know. Um. Shit. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I know there's people listening, like shouting the shit out. Yeah, it's motherfucking know. this. Uh, uh, Oregon Trail. Yeah, I said Omaha. Oregon Trail. <laughs> you were close though. I was close. I knew it was an O something. Oregon Trail. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. Di- I, I don't. What did you say it was? I said Omaha. No, no, the actual disease. Dysentery. This. What the fuck was dysentery? I don't know. I just know it from Pulp Fiction because that's what uh, Christopher Walken's dad got when he smuggled the watch in his ass. He died from dysentery. And if, oh, an infection of the intestine resulting in severe, ugh, severe diarrhea. There you go. Ugh. He put the watch. He put the watch in his ass. He died of dysentery. He gave it to Christopher. And Walken. that's what he died. That was one of the diseases. Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's when he died. He's like, he's my dad. You know, he, he smuggled the watch. He died of dysentery. He gave it to me. He, he said it like in a smooth sentence, like it was like low key. He died of dysentery. He gave, he gave it to me, and now I'm giving it to you. He's giving it to like little Butch, and then yeah, and then Butch, uh, Butch had his fight. <laughs> That's the only reason I know dysentery is from fucking Pulp Fiction. That's it. <laughs> I just remember it from the game, but I couldn't. I didn't know what the fuck uh, uh, the issue was. I didn't realize it was disease of the ass. Disease of the ass. <laughs> so um. We got a few more topics, but we're at hour 45, so I just want to talk about, I guess, these one or two. So, um, Ann Coulter tweeted out today, 14, uh, 14 with an exclamation point. And I was like, the fuck is that? And I saw, like, mad responses like, oh, this bitch, this bitch, blah, blah, blah. And then I look at her mentions, and there's mad people tweeting her back going, 88, 88. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So I Googled this shit, and... Apparently, 14 is like a white supremacist, like, slogan. Um, So, uh, looking at Wikipedia, it's called 14 Words. It's a reference to, uh, like, a white supremacist slogan. And the slogan is, we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. So, and that is 14 words. So, the issue is that she essentially tweeted out a white supremacist slogan and the response of 88 uh plays into actually what we talked about <laughs> with uh 2520 uh it's eight represents the eighth letter of the alphabet which is h and it's hh which stands for hell hitler so she tweeted out basically what people perceive to be a white supremacist slogan and people were shouting back at her hell hitler essentially and my entire time, uh, I guess, I don't want to say consuming uh, and culture, but like, uh, like, uh, like just dealing with her in in media, I've always kind of felt that Ann Coulter was almost kind of like a troll. Like oh, yeah. she doesn't really actually. Well, I I always took it like a step farther. Like she doesn't actually believe the shit that she says. She just says shit to like trend mm-hmm. and
and now I I kind of wonder like if that's true, like if that's what she meant when she tweeted that. Like I I think like Ann Coulter probably should just be dead. <laughs> that was a huge leap, but like I I feel like we can do without Ann Coulter. Like she's yeah, I don't, she's I don't like see any, a horrible person. I don't see any good to her. I I don't like, like there's nothing. I don't I don't see any way in which she benefits life on Earth. Like I feel like. We'd probably be better off without Ann Coulter. Like, she's a horrible, horrible person. And um, I want to say that I don't throw this word around often, but I absolutely do. But, yeah, she's a cunt. Like, I, I we could do without her. We, we don't need Ann Coulter. There's nothing redeeming about her. No, like, nothing. Like, she's she's a horrible person. And um, even if she does it just to, like, trend or to be, uh, like, uh in the news or whatever, uh, that doesn't help. You're still, even if you will, if you will tweet some shit about some white supremacist shit, just to fucking trend on Twitter or whatever, or just to be popping, you're still a reprehensible human being and you deserve to die. You don't need to be here. So I, I'm, I'm fully prepared to support the, um, no longer existence of Ann Coulter. Like I, we don't need her. She can go. I'm I'm over. I've been over her for so long, so long. I just don't. This long don't, old don't, turkey neck bitch, like with her fucking. I, I don't get her existence. Like, fucking at all. stone ass fucking face. Ugh. Ugh. God, she's horrible. That bitch. Looks like a goddamn fucking uh one of those fucking big ass Egyptian statues and, and shit. Like, even, like, remotely, she's like Stonehenge. She's like I'm so fucking sick of her. White woman no, she's. she's just, she looks evil. Like she does. He looks like fucking Skeletor's bitch. Like what was that Evil Land evil from Lynn? fucking? No, she's no. like Evil Land. Evil from, Land. Yeah. She's like Evil Land from fucking He Man. She's like a fucking Stonehenge character. Like she's she's horrible. Long ass turkey necks. Like she looks like her pussy is probably like drier than sandpaper. Like <laughs> she probably gives like the worst head. Like she's horrible. Like like she's horrible. I ca- I can't see like somebody who, like man Aunt Coulter gave me the most fire ass head. Like I feel like she's probably like. We'll like lick the tip and then go, uh, can you uh eat my ass, please? Like, okay, like, so you just gonna lick the tip and now ask me to like eat she, your ass? She, like, she ran just for like, it looked like she be naked and her feet stink. Yeah, like, it's something up with her. Like, she got a fungus or something. Yeah, you know, cooch ain't right. Uh, she doesn't wipe well. I thought like she uses. I think she wipes back to front. I That's saw a fine. thing that um, it was for like women who have like. That like uh like saggy like neck, whereas like you have like a like the rooster thing going. Yeah, on. and it's like a thing where like you can get like this like tape, and you like tape it around the back of your neck, Dude, and it like tightens that. your yeah, neck up yeah. and shit. I feel like Ann Coulter like has that for like her whole body, <laughs> but like her whole body is like saggy and evil, and she has tape around her whole body to make it like look respectable in public. And then she like goes home and like takes off all the tape and all the evil and all the hatred and like goes to bed looking like fucking um you well you don't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't I can't give you the reference. But looking like uh uh Melisandre from uh Game of Thrones. But yeah, um I feel like I need to look this person up now. You can't because if you look up Melisandre from Game of Thrones, it's gonna show you a picture that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. Well how <laughs> the fuck you see it then? Because it's complicated, but don't look it up. Unless you don't plan on watching the show, then you can look it up, but if you plan on watching it, don't look it up. 
Right, um, yeah, she's a horrible cunt, and I hate her. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the what you mentioned about the um, AAVE. AAVE, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an interesting uh, acronym. So, what does it stand for, Otis? Tell us, tell our listeners, what did AAVE stand for? AAVE stands for African American Vernacular English. And why is it topical? Because some random ass white dude. <laughs> Who? Wait, I want to look. I haven't looked it up. Who the fuck was this guy? Like, so some random white guy who was verified on Twitter, by the way, said, um, "Can we leave the term like I'm? I'm paraphrasing. Can we leave the term lit in 2016?" And another person, a white person, was like, "Yeah, let's not police that." And then he was like, "Yeah, actually, we are." And then she's like. A white person uh, policing AAVE? Let's leave that in 2016. And he goes, what the fuck is AAVE? And the I irony know. in that is that AAVE stands for what African American Vernacular English, so which is a bougie nigga's term for, for slang. Like I, I don't understand why that term exists. Like You could just say slang. Uh, I, 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 I know niggas like to seem more learned than... Um, other people like they want to seem more like uh uh what's what's that one nigga? I don't like this nigga on Twitter. Um five fifths or whatever the fuck is this nigga name. Um him. Yeah, him. He's like the fucking uh Dwayne Wayne of Twitter and shit. Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> Flip his fucking glasses up and shit and he's gonna educate you. But um yeah <laughs> Fuck him, he corny. Um yeah, he is. he's mad corny. But um Everybody love that dude too. They do. He, they do because it makes you feel smart if you fuck with him. Like it's like intelligence by association. Like if you feel like, oh, I understand what he's saying and he's so smart and I get it, so that makes me smart too. Whatever, dog. Don't, don't fucking shit. validate yourself by affiliating like, with somebody and, else. And he's like one of those people. Like people tweet shit to him or mention him so they can get like retweets and shit. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's that too. Like I, I don't respect that. Like don't validate yourself. Based on how you relate to someone else, like, oh, okay, I think this guy's mad smart, and I get him, so that makes me smart too. Like, no, that doesn't make you smart too. You either smart or you not. Like, don't fucking try to be somebody else or try to be down with somebody else or get retweets from somebody else. Whatever, man, just fucking be you. So somebody, like, don't try to fucking dick ride some him. fucking Frederick Douglass looking nigga. Like, fuck out of here. So the Zet dude, somebody retweeted him. Retweeted and they said I can't. I'm trying to find a tweet, but it was basically when he said, "Can we leave uh, lit in 2017?" Yeah, it was something to the effect of that's like going to a, a black barbecue and, and requesting to change the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find an actual tweet, but it's, who the fuck is this Zed dude though? He like verified no and idea, shit. Idea, dude. I don't know. He deleted his fucking tweet. But like, what bothered me about that is again, actually. What bothered me about it wasn't his tweet. It was the fact that, like, I, I, I have a problem with the AAVE term. Because I feel like it's just some, like, fucking, like, Why can't you just say uppity slang? ass. Yeah, it's some, like, uppity black people term for it, slang. And it was, and like, just say it's a fucking slang. It was, like, so, it was so uppity. It don't make you better. But I felt like I would have got, got trashed if I asked what the fuck was AAVE. 
And I've never heard of that fucking term before. I never and, this and, guy and, I, and searching it, I've seen it. It's been around for some time. Yeah, it's and even on Twitter. But I felt like, are y'all niggas figure that up in the job made a fucking acronym from a, like you really want to call this African American vernacular? Like, why why so extra? Because they just want to feel more educated than the average black person and like this whole idea of feeling it's the same thing i said about the five fifths dude like they feel like if they co-sign him that makes them smart like oh he's smart and i fuck with him so that makes me smart too and it's like okay if you have uh some fucking wild ass acronym and shit like oh i'm, I'm educated because i have this incredibly deep acronym or some shit like that whatever dog it's the fuck it fucking means slang like you're not smart you're not educated it's the same thing with like introversion and shit people are like oh i'm introverted so uh i'm different than everybody else so that makes me better like everybody wants to be on their fucking high horse and feel like they're different than everybody everyone's else so that makes an, them better everyone's an introvert everyone's a nerd right everybody's an introvert you know what and that takes back to our first fucking episode Blurs. Blurs. First fucking episode. Everybody like, wants to be a fucking blur. You don't want to be a nerd. You want to be a black nerd. You want to call yourself a blur. That is the stupidest fucking term ever. Everybody wants to try to differenti- differentiate themselves from everybody else because it makes them feel unique. And look, you are who you are. You are unique by birth. You don't have to feel like if you call yourself a nerd or a, uh, a introvert or whatever the fuck term that is popping on Twitter, that that somehow makes you so unique that you're uh, better than everybody else. Because that's all it boils down to is feeling like you are somehow different, which makes you better than everybody else. And like, just fucking be you, man. Could try to like, could try to like gain fucking acceptance from like random Twitter people. Who gives a fuck? Fuck these people. Like, these are people who fucking go on Twitter and put all these fucking pseudo deep tweets and come up with all these fucking acronyms like AAVE, and then they go home and they like jerk off in their mom's basement and come into a sock. Like, fuck those people. Like, why are you trying to impress these people? Just be you and just deal. Like, like, why are you doing this? Like, it doesn't matter. And and all that shit really boils down to, like, this, like, desire for acceptance. And a desire for acceptance from people who you don't even know. Like, just random fucking Twitter motherfuckers with X amount of followers. That shit is fucking lame, dude. Like, who cares, man? Yeah, fuck that shit. Acceptance is whack. Little, I still know who the fuck Zary is. Especially for some fucking strangers. Right, like who cares? Like why? And you're not getting fucking retweets. Like, oh, oh, I can't believe this person is uh misusing AAVE. And now all of a sudden you're getting like mad retweets and now you popping on Twitter. You're not. You're still a fucking lame with no followers. And nobody fucking cares. And you, like I said, you're still going to go home and jerk off into a sock. And you're going to put your crusty-ass sock into the fucking laundry. Hope your mom don't see it. You're still a fucking bitch. Nobody cares. So, like, why? Why? Just fucking be you and and just be happy with your life. Don't try to gain the approval of 
fucking Twitter people. Who cares? They're lame. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. They have 80,000 followers, and then they go home, and they're nobodies. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. So who cares? I'm just Don't worry about it. I'm shaking my head every time you said like. Because they're trash, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. You log off, and you're the same fucking loser that they are. They're a fucking loser. You're a fucking loser. Who cares? At least be a fucking loser who is true to themselves and not a fucking dick riding loser who is uh, uh, trying to pretend to be down with whatever the fuck is trending on Twitter. Like, just be yourself and, and live your life and enjoy it. I'll sit at home and fucking watch whatever the fuck TV show, listen to whatever the fuck music, and it is what it is. I'm just going to do whatever and whatever pleases me. And just do that shit. Just be happy. Don't fucking build your life around these fucking internet lanes. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Um, I got my voice back, but it might be gone now because I'm, like, mad. So I'm, like, going in. But we let your voice rest. I'm good. I'm good, yeah. Um, I guess we'll end this with uh, Go Lions. Um, (laughs) Check out our podcast and whatever podcast. Bigger than on, on Twitter, uh, our individual podcast. Russell Wilson got pussy podcast. now, man. He about to <laughs> fuck them up, dog. All right. Um, he got Sierra pussy. Yes. Like, watch the fucking uh, what was that video where she was banging? Um, what was that video? I don't want ludicrous. Oh, uh, whatever. The video of ludicrous and that. Sierra. Watch that video and tell me that Russell Wilson ain't about to come out and be fucking a beast. At the fucking that version of Sierra, yeah, he's good. I sure hope. I sure hope Mike is wrong come next week. I'm not wrong, cause I wasn't wrong last week. I mean, I said this is what the Lions do. They get washed when it matters. Zero and five against good teams. Nine and two against uh, uh, shitty teams. And they are. It's what they do. It's what they do. They're gonna get washed. So we'll see. Um. We will see them get washed. <clears throat> uh, I lost my train of thought. I guess we just ended then because I lost that. Um, you can find our uh, Twitter pages or so What Up The Podcast uh, uh, at Blame Otis and at Michael underscore Aaron. Um, any questions, comments, you can hit our Twitter page up or our email, What Up The Podcast at Gmail. Um, until then, uh, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Indeed we will. Peace. Peace.